All right. Welcome to Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone. And this week I have a big, big treat for you. First of all, I have Kirsty, Princess of Oxfordshire with me. Kirsty, hello. Hello. And on top of that, if that's not even if that's not exciting enough, we have the flip flop guru, Matt from Kansas City with us too. Matt, hello. Good evening. Good morning. Oh, I thought Good you were gonna say I thought you were gonna say testing, testing. <laughs> yeah, I know. We've done that. We've done okay, that. Okay, okay. So uh yeah, this week on the show, we are going to discuss, well, it's a little kind of a weird episode. This is an episode that Kirsty and I recorded a week or two ago. It's ranking all of the songs from, Kirsty. where do we rank songs from? We rank The Book of Souls and The Final Frontier. The Book of Souls and The Final Frontier. Matt was not here. I think Matt was on administrative leave, or I, I came up with something even funnier than that, but I can't remember what it was. Um, I can't remember what it was either. If you said it was funny, I don't recall what it was. Yeah, I, I, no, I, I thought of it during the week, and I was going to give you a new, like a new word for it, but I can't remember. But we did that, and so Matt was not a part of that. But he's going to be a part of something here, that, some more ranking we're going to do in just a moment, and we're going to have to call a few of you people, you few you listeners out, uh, as well as myself and Kirsty. So. But really quickly, right off the bat, I've, I've gotten a few people to email me in the last week asking a specific question about my Twitter picture, because if anyone might notice, my Twitter picture was changed. If anyone knows or cares or anyone cares or wants to know why, let me tell you why. I'm going to read directly to this. Dear Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone, we're sorry to inform you that an intellectual property claim has been filed by trademark and rights holders against piracy, against this design of yours. <laughs> and that was on the t-shirt website, where apparently if you bought a t-shirt from there or a phone case or a sticker or whatever, you have a collector's item now because they will not be any more of them made because they got taken down. Uh, Start checking the eBay listings. <laughs> well, I've got one. I wonder how much well, I can sell it for. <laughs> yeah. I reckon you'll probably get half as much as you paid for it. <laughs> exactly. If you're quick. <laughs> yeah, I have, see, I have a long sleeve shirt. My daughter has a shirt. My mom has a shirt and a, uh, like a mask that you would, one of those masks that you'd like wrap around your ears or whatever. The, well, the one I took a picture of myself in and put on Twitter the one time, my mom has that mask. She has the white shirt with the blue sleeves. I gave her that one as well. And I have a phone case for my current phone. I have a phone case for my old phone. So if anyone wants to buy an iPhone XR case of Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden, let me know. Uh, but um, I thought Matt was going to make fun of me and call me names like Uncle Steel. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> do you know what? I did have Uncle Steel listed here to use. That was down, that was down my list. Anyway, Uncle Thief. Uncle I was, Thief. Uh, <laughs> Uncle was Thief's Iron Maiden Zone. <laughs> yeah. You took one of my little... Okay. You have any more? You have any more before we move forward here? Uh, I was going to call you the tea leaf at one point. The tea leaf thief. Okay. I gotcha. Oh, is that that um that that weird language that they... Oh, uh, like rhyming Cockney rhyming. Yeah. Cockney, Cockney rhyming or whatever? Yeah, I had a couple of those. I was going to call you Uncle Poach at one point and Uncle Pinch. <laughs> okay. Okay. You lost <laughs> me. So moving forward, Mr. Uh, Flip-Flop Guru... Um, <laughs> We're going to talk about music that we've listened to, and I figure the, the the person that we added to the show here to kind of keep things moving a little quicker, we'll let her speak first. So, Kirsty, 
what kind of uh what music did you listen to this past week or so well i might slow you down this week because the kids have gone back to school so i had the chance to listen to whatever i wanted Uh-oh. still listen to we don't talk about bruno a bit though because uh, it's really great okay. anyway so like most people who listen to metal chat with melissa i listen to budgie you listened was, okay yeah because um They've been in the news a lot, and I was—I really enjoyed the clips that she was playing. Okay. Um, you can hear the similarities with Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath that I like, but I don't like them quite as much. But it was okay. Okay. Um, I saw you mention Praying Mantis on Twitter. You said you got lovers to the grave with your ringtone. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's, um, it's my alarm when my alarm goes off. Oh, it's yeah. it's that yeah. And that was the live version, was it, with the, Paul Diano and Dennis Stratton? No. The live version no? with Clive Burr and Dennis Stratton on it. Oh right, yeah. Yeah, it's a little more. It's it's a um, it's a uh, softer version of it. The intro. It's like half of it's acoustic, and then they go into the dual the dual guitar thing in the middle. Cool. It's so really good. Listen to the wrong one, but it was still awesome. It's a really yeah. good song. It's a really yeah, good great song. Harmonies. Yeah. Um, I listened to an album that you might know, Matt. Um, Powderfinger Vulture Street. Oh, I love I that. Know you know it. I was They're big... really, they're so yeah. big here in Australia, aren't they? I hadn't heard I was, of them until I moved here. I was on a big dive a couple of weeks ago. That's all I would listen to for about a week, and I listened to things three and four times a day. It's awesome. Yeah, because I kept hearing them because it was um, Australia Day recently, so there was a mm. lot of their songs out. Um, it's a bit. Do you know it, Steve? Never heard of it. No, I think they they're not famous at all outside of. Australia, I don't think. When you say no. Powderfinger, I think in their album by a band, some Neil of the- Young. It's oh, Neil yeah. Young. When I a few yeah, weeks ago, okay. After it. Yeah, when I was talking about um, Ted Nugent, I was getting him mixed up with uh, Neil Young the other, the other week. Yeah, they're pretty similar people. <laughs> so uh, the, the relationship, so the Powderfinger being a, a Neil Young, I think is a song or an album. I don't, I don't recall. Yeah, was, yeah. those two mixed up. Anyway, yeah. but yeah, good band. Yeah, it's just more straight ahead rock than metal. Okay. Definitely falls in the rock category. And another Australian band as well, Wolf Mother. I don't know if they made it over there. Their yeah, self-titled album. Yeah, you'd know them, Matt, because it came out, the main album came out in 2005, and I think you were still there then. Yeah, yeah, I've seen them too. Yeah. I haven't seen them, but I've seen them uh, with dates announced around the US before. Oh, yeah, I've seen them twice. Um one time they headlined the Fremantle Blues and Roots Festival. And they oh, didn't really fit in, and people were leaving before they came on, which is a bit disappointing. <laughs> and another time they supported Guns N' Roses. Mm. Oh, okay. The stadium, but they didn't really get good sound when they were supporting Guns N' Roses. Ew. So that was pretty unfair. <laughs> they had um, they were massive for that one year. They had six songs from their album got into the Triple J Hottest 100. That's a lot. Yeah. I remember they were pretty big there for a while, but I don't really hear much about them now. No, I don't hear much about them at all anymore. They're still going, though. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know who won the Hottest 100 2021, Matt? I don't. I don't. I bet it, it was, was your... the Wiggles. Oh. They covered, no, they covered um, Elephant by Tame Impala for like a version. And oh, it's no. really good, except they put fruit salad in the middle of it. I didn't have kids when... <laughs> um, when I was there and the Wiggles were. 
Well, they're probably still. Oh, I had the I had a whole Wiggles album on my iPod for ages, but I'll take it off. Because <laughs> <laughs> I put up. it on shuffle and it had ruined my vibe. Oh, wake gosh. up, Jeff, and hot potato. That's about all. Yeah, I Yeah, that's right. Um, I listened to some Maiden, of course, Brave New World, and Bruce Dickinson's Tyr- Tyranny of Souls. Okay, mm. those are good. And there's one more that you'll be interested in. Um, so this is a band I don't know much about. I couldn't tell you anything about their albums. And I wouldn't normally listen to a podcast about them, but I did. So it's Judas Priest. I was listening to the Metal Gods podcast. I'll say more about that later. Okay. And I had to turn it off 40 minutes in because I had this sudden need to play sin after sin after they were playing clips mm. and oh, talking yeah. it up. Yeah, that was awesome, and I think that could be the start of something. Uh oh, that's a good. That's, yeah, that's a <laughs> that's a really good album. Yeah, yeah, it is. So, okay, yeah, that's about all I've listened to this week. Look at that! Look at that, George and Tom. Y'all are doing some good out there. Matt, what did you listen to? So the first thing I listened to for the week was some Bruce. I went back and listened to Chemical Wedding, and. After that, I was like, you know, I'll listen to some more. So I've also listened to Tyranny of Souls. It had been a little while since I'd given that a play. Uh, some Annihilator. Uh, but I went and listened to some Annihilator that I had never heard before, and I'll probably never listen to again. So they had, a al- had an album called Remains. And I was like, what is this? I've never heard this. But it's very industrial, and it's just him. Like, I think he played the bass, the guitars, mm. and there's a very obvious drum track through it. And I was like, I don't like this at all. So I think I made it three quarters of the way through and decided I'll never listen to that again. Um, some Halloween. I went back and listened to Keeper of the Seven Keys Part 1. And then I was like, you know what? I might as well go straight back into Part 2 as well. And one of your favorite bands, Steve. And I know that uh, Kirsty. I think you like these these guys. I know we've talked about them. Some Motorhead. Yep. And I, I told you, Steve. <laughs> covers, I'd never heard of the album so what was oh, that oh yeah you told me about this <laughs> yeah so it's all it was all covers so breaking the law cat scratch fever and whiplash i kind of didn't mind that but i was like i'll mm. never listen to this again either yeah uh, that can't be that good that can't be good it was either songs i didn't know wasn't familiar with or didn't care for you know I would, there's a better chance that i could make it through that album though than a regular mm. motorhead album because at least i would go okay i like the guitar riff and cat scratch fever i'm familiar with it so I like the song Cat Scratch Fever, but this didn't do anything for me. Okay. Oh, and speak, oh, so speaking of Allegiance, before we started this, the Australian or Perth metal band Allegiance, I went okay. back and listened to their first album, Destitution. Uh, some Van Halen. And I, I'm pretty certain I mentioned this to you during the week. I think I did. Mm, which one? 5150. Oh, yes. I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, because I'd been listening to a podcast and one of the episodes touched on that. And I was like, you know what? I haven't listened to Van Halen, as it turned out, in probably 20 years. or No, longer. I think I said 30 years. Yeah. Because I had it on cassette. Yeah. So, um, but I, I like it. I was like, oh, this stands out really well. I like Sammy's voice. Yeah. Uh, what else did I have? Oh, so Tony Martin. Uh, I'd never heard him before. But I think I was talking about him with you last week. Yes. And... I went and listened to his album, Thorns. His and new the one, very, okay. Yeah, the first song, you know, I can't remember what any of the songs were called, but the first one was like, oh, this is pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after that, it went in a direction that I didn't really expect. It kind of went here, there, and everywhere, different, okay. different ways. But I enjoyed it. I was like, oh, I'll give this 
I'll give it another go. But I was surprised at his voice. I really liked his voice. Okay. So I'll put that on again during the week. Oh, that's and true. I gave some Tony Martin a go as well because of um, the yeah. interview at Kimetal. Okay. Yeah. It was good. And yeah. I was just surprised. I was like, oh, he sounded, he sounded like a pretty chilled sort of dude. And I was like, oh, I'll go give that a listen. So I really enjoyed it. And lastly, to finish out the week, some more Motorhead. So I went and finished up with Bad Magic. I'd never listened to that before, and I pretty much enjoyed that. And was that, that their was last list. CD they ever did? Was it their newest one? Uh, I don't know. It was like 2015 or 2017. I don't know. I just kind of looked. It was one of the later ones, but I don't know yeah. what year it was. Seems like I remember reading, because I remember reading that they had done a CD, toured for it, and then he died like, a week later or something like that. Yeah. So. But no, I, I enjoyed it. I was like, oh, I'll go check some more of that out. Okay. So it was good. What about yourself? I listened to, Kirsty will be, will probably like my list here a little bit. Some of it, at least. Um, last two weeks ago, I went and saw Adrian and Richie Kotzen in concert. So I, again, listened to the, I started off the week with the self-titled album and the Better Days EP which are both very good. I then listened to Black Sabbath, uh, Technical Ecstasy, but they have a super deluxe edition of it that I downloaded. And disc one, I listened to disc one, which is the album, the old, you know, the album from 77, I believe, 76, 77. Then disc two is the new mix of the album. Disc three is outtakes and alternative mixes which was cool. And disc four was a, a live, basically their world tour from 76, 77. So that's four different things I listened to. And it's a cool album. There's, it, it's, it's, there's, there's some good hits and some good big misses on it. So um, now I want both of you guys, I want you guys and gals tell me when you hear this, if you recognize it and neither one of you mentioned it. So I'm wondering if you meant if you recognize this Percy, do you recognize this yet? No. I've heard this. I can't but it does sound familiar, but I don't know what it is. Listen to this. You recognize the voice, Kirsty. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) Kirsty. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Okay, I had to pause it right there because that is when the F words come in. (laughs) Mm. Richie. That that is that is the one song at the Smith Cotton show that I talked about, Kirsty, that Richie yep. Cotton played. And I know, and I did listen to that on YouTube when I saw it on the set list. So that's why I okay. recognized it from somewhere. Yeah. So I downloaded that album. That album is called Into the Black. And I listened to that a couple of times. It's and I have to say, first of all, that song 
you know, for anyone listening, that song's really, really awesome, but don't listen to it with your kids unless you don't mind them hearing the F word about 15 times <laughs> in three minutes. Um, but it's a very, it's a, I wouldn't say aggressive, but it's a, there's just a lot of, you know, um, emotion when he's using that word that really, it makes it, to me, it makes it okay. It makes it, it fits. Yeah. And, but the album's pretty good. It's different than I expected, but that song, oh my gosh, that song is intense. I love it. I really love it. And so I also listened to The Winery Dogs, which is also Richie Kotzen singing, uh, an album called Hot Streak. And I'm not sure if that was their first album. Let me see when that one came out. Um, that one came out in 2015 so that may have been their first album and and that was a very surprising album to me there was a it went uh all over the place you know it starts off like this though it starts off with kind of like the, what's the last song Kirsty on better days called again. say again i was thinking of the oh yeah rise again okay so this is the first song from the hot streak album by them and it reminds me of that one Kind of has that same vibe, right? Yeah. But, um, I think he sings here. That sounds more like he does now. So I listen. so I, I listened to this album, um, called, uh, what did I say it was called? Hot Streak by the Winery Dogs, and it was it was good. I liked it. I mean, I gotta say, and and me and I think me and Matt discussed this last week, but I'm really surprised that out of this Smith Cotton album, the things that I despised about it when it first came out was him, <laughs> and I'm finding that the thing I'm walking away from with it is I really like him. He's really good. Ooh, He's- is this why you asked that question on Twitter? What did I ask? Who did you hate and now you love? Uh, I wouldn't have said I hated him, but I just never gave him a chance because the only thing I knew about him before was, oh, that's the guy that was in Poison. You know, and the fact that he was in Poison. Yeah, fair enough. I just, I just, I have no interest in them. So because of that, I just never even gave him a shot. I just thought, I, I didn't, I didn't know that he sucked or that he was good or anything. I just never cared. And then when I heard him, I thought, oh, he's kind of got that sound garden-y kind of voice and I don't really... But I think he's a better singer than Chris Cornell personally, but maybe not a, you know, whatever. I like his voice better. Let me say it like that because it's all personal preference. So, so yeah, I listened to a lot of Richie Cotton. I wanted to listen to more of it while I was out. Um, you know, I went out on the road this past week with my job and drove. We, we me and another person, we rode together and we did a, we did about almost 6,000 miles and, uh, so I had a lot of time to listen, but then once I got in the snow, I did a little bit of an Uncle Steve world tour. I didn't tell you about this, Matt. Um, I talked to three. I tried four. I talked to three people that did Iron Maiden stories with me while I was on this trek. Um, Matt, you probably know one of them because uh, it was you. <laughs> You're normal. Yeah. yeah. And I went to uh, Illinois. We all know who lives in Illinois, right? Jesse, the delivery guy. Living goods. 
Yeah. So I, I gave Jesse a call because I said, hey, I'm going to be up in your part of the woods. And we were texting during the week because he was like, I'll update you on the weather because we might have some weather because Chicago is a, it can get cold, windy, snow. They happened to have, a, he texted me that morning and he said, hey, we've had 10 inches of snow today so far and it's not letting up. And I'm going, okay, I have to drive a big truck into this town. <laughs> and it, and that's kind of a fear of mine. I'm not, I don't stress and I don't get angst and things like that over things. But man, I was a little nervous about this. Uh, and he even told me, well, I called into work. I'm not even going to work because the roads are going to be so bad. I'm just like, oh dear. But um, while I was, I was one state away, which was Iowa. And I thought, you know what? Let me just call Jesse. I'm going to be in Illinois. I'm going to. Talk to Jesse while I'm in Illinois. So I called him and we ch- we chatted on the phone for about an hour and had a really good chat. We talked some Black Sabbath, this is a maiden, and uh, all kinds of stuff. It was fun. Uh, so that was cool. And then so he t- he took your call. He took, even with caller ID. Even with uh, I, yeah, he might not. I don't know because he might have thought it was a telemarketer. You know, so that's why he might be answering. I, he thought, oh, maybe I won. Maybe that's that guy from um, that country that wants to put four million dollars in my bank account. I just need to give him my money. Mm. <laughs> you know, my mm-hmm. my bank number. So, uh, but yeah, we talked and we had a really good chat and it was really enjoyable. I haven't, I haven't had a phone conversation with him since uh, we did his story. I mean, we've chatted a lot, you know, via email or, you know, DMs or whatever, but, Mm -hmm. but we talked a lot about it. It was cool. We talked about a lot of stuff. It was cool. And then, um, I went to, I made it to Chicago and I made it out. They, they, they took really good care. He told me they, they take good care of the roads. So that was helpful. They did a. uh, kudos to the, what do they call the I D O T up there? Almost the I D O T. I D I T O T. What do you call that? Idiot. I D I O T. I guess it's what Illinois Department of Transport. Yeah, 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 yeah. No Iowa. That's what you were trying to refer to. Yeah, he said Iowa. When I told him I was in Iowa, he goes, "If you're from Iowa, this is just a joke." But he said, "I said I'm in Iowa." He goes, "Oh, he goes idiots out walking around." And I went, huh. "I said what?" He goes, "Iowa idiots out walking around." And I just, I go. Well, you know what? That's where my dad was born, so that explains a lot. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, yeah, we had a good chat, and then from Iowa, I'm sorry, from from Illinois, we went into Indiana, Kirsty, which is where our mutual friend and Matt's blood brother Chris is from. So I gave Chris a call while I was up there and talked to him for about 30, 45 minutes. We had a good chat, and then. Matt, I was going into Kentucky, uh, and the very first Iron Maiden story I ever did was with Brandon from Kentucky, but I couldn't get through to Brandon. I think he had, his call already must work. So <laughs> He so, might be out of the country. Was it him that was in the military? Or am I getting that mixed up? No, you're getting that's that's er- Eric. That. That's Eric, yeah. Uh, yep. And Eric, is in, where's Eric from? Kirsty? America. <laughs> that's correct that's correct he's from america i'm trying to remember where he's from i think he's in south carolina i believe so i think that's where he's at charleston i think if, I, if i'm right anyway oh yeah i think it is he uh, was um, in afghanistan for a while yeah he was he was yeah but it, it was so i, I couldn't get a hold of brandon because i thought i'll try to get brandon to call somewhere and i haven't talked to him in a good while so just uh, the way brandon liked it yeah exactly <laughs> So yeah, so that was disappointing. I wanted to, I was, because I just thought I'm gonna try to get as hold of as many people as I can while I'm in their state, and um, and even though I didn't go through Kansas, I gave you a call, Matt. So you did. You texted me and asked me how it was going. So anyway, let's. You know, uh, yeah. Just inviting you just said, trouble. 
You said, how's the job? That's all you said. And then, you know, it doesn't take much for me. So, uh, and I did. Where's my phone call? I didn't get into your state of either. I guess, I guess if, if, if I would have gotten into a state of confusion, which is where I'm always at, Kirstie, you could have just called me. You said, I'm in, uh, I don't know. Matt, that's why I called Matt, because the state of confusion. Me and Matt are always in that same state, right, Matt? Confusion, disarray. Yeah, <laughs> something. So I did listen to one other album, and it was uh, it was by Lecrae. It was the rap guy that we, I talked about a week ago, I think, or two weeks ago. Um, my daughter was in the car with me, and she said, hey, can you turn on that Lecrae album? Because I've got some bass in the car, and so we, we turned that on, and we listened to most of that album, so... And let me jump into podcasts really fast here. I listened to the Eddie Trunk podcast. He did an interview that Matt alluded to last week with Blackie Lawless of Wasp. I listened to that. It was a really good, I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I listened to the Shout It Out Loudcast, which is a KISS podcast, and they had Eddie Trunk on. So I doubled up on Eddie Trunk, and that was a really good listen as well. I listened to Wayne's Iron Maiden podcast. He did a Public Enema number one, which I didn't get last week, and... So I got it this week, and I listened to the Fates Warning episode as well. I listened to a feckin' metal, uh, Neil Young, Joe Rogan, and Spotify walk into a bar, which was a very interesting conversation. Uh, he had, um, he had uh, what's his name, um, uh, Nesbitt on there from uh, the Talking Maiden. Um, then I listened to the Psycho Schizo X. Is it es- es- espresso? espresso? I wrote down no X. Ex- I wrote down X. Ex- I wrote it with espresso. <clears throat> I was in the. I was in a in a truck, probably ha- going half to sleep when I did this. So, I listened to three of those episodes this week because I had a lot of time. I listened to six six seven, the neighbor of the beast, which was a good listen. I listened to, and I found this one really interesting. Uh, is Bruce Dickinson a psychopath? Because it was just a lot of psychological talk and how you can you know, do these little questionnaires and figure out things about people. I found that to be very interesting. Um, and then there was one with Francis Rossi of status quo or status quo. Is that how you say it? Status quo. Status. Um, and that was a really interesting conversation as well, I guess, because I think Bruce probably looks up to him and he just kind of talks to Bruce like Bruce is just, an equal level, you know, person. He doesn't talk to him like he's somebody. And I thought that was their conversations were really, the whole thing was really interesting. I found it to be, uh, I thought some really cool stuff came out of that one. Um, I listened to uh, also the metal chat with Melissa job center rejects with Martin Popoff. Um, and lastly, I listened to a podcast I've never heard before. I, it, it they got retweeted by wasp on uh, Twitter and that's how I saw them. And it's called asylum tales from the Devereux diaries and being a diehard kiss fan. I, I know those, I, I caught that immediately. It was asylums, a kiss album and Devereux is the villain from kiss meets the phantom of the park. So I thought, okay, it's a kiss podcast. And I listened to their very first episode, which was about the album crazy nuts, which uh, I have strong opinions about. And I enjoyed it. It's three cousins that all love kiss, you know, from the eighties and stuff. And they're all chatting about it. So that was fun. Uh, Matt, did you listen to any podcasts? I did. I listened to uh, my tell them Steve, Dave, that I listen to every week. I'm back on those. A um, couple of episodes of that. Uh, I, I think I was telling you, look, it's yeah, I did look, it's rock and roll podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember and, that. 
Yeah, and I did that. There's three guys that um, they touch on some different bands, but they're they're pretty wasp heavy, and okay. they've been around for a while. So I'd gone back to the start and was kind of making my way through on okay. that, just because I'm still in a, a real big wasp phase at the moment. Like I spent, I think it was four hours the other night. I didn't go to bed till like four in the morning the other night, and it was because I was just sitting up watching wasp clips and live clips and all sorts of stuff. I'm Burning just, the candle at both ends, man. <laughs> yeah. So you know when I say I need a nap in the afternoon on a Sunday, that's probably part of the reason why. Yes. Um, what else was I? Uh, so I listened to the Adrian Ritchie episode from Uncle Thief. Uh, <laughs> <at Eight Zone. laughs> Fex, that you already touched on, the Neil Young uh, mm-hmm. Rogan. And I thought that was really interesting. It was. I don't, I don't listen to Neil Young. Uh, I don't even know if I could name a song. I've never listened to Rogan's podcast. But I, I, I'd read a little bit of the backstory. So yeah. it was interesting to hear some of the things that they said. It was kind of enlightening. Yeah. Like I didn't. You come on Spotify, but you've also got your own platform to, yeah. you know, to perform from as well. It was kind of interesting hearing that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some Wayne, like I'd been behind on um, Wimp, but deliberately behind. Like I like to binge on yeah. that. I can't just listen to 30 minutes. I need more, so I kind of <laughs> wait. So I listen to the No Prayer, uh, Public Enema, and Fate's Warning. Okay. And I was telling you that I really like the Yannick character. Yeah. <laughs> so what was the little song? That's at the start Getting of that. jiggy with it. That's, I'd never heard that. I didn't know what it was. Really? So no, no, no. <laughs> so I, I just laughed when I hear that. It just uh, gives me a smile. Yeah. And Yannick, it, it's shite. <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah. You can't say that on Uncle Steve's podcast. Yeah, you can because uh, I'm an American podcast, so we don't we don't know that as a per, as a profanity word. That's why I've said it before. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. It's got the extra. It's got the extra. Carry thing. on. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> that, that makes it not swears. Yeah, no, it's, it takes the edge off. Yeah. Um, now, now, if if Mister or Mrs. Prince is listening, I apologize for your daughter's uh, friend's <laughs> language here. So, yeah, bad, bad choice. Because for them, it's bad. Yeah, they're probably like, your mom's going to call you Kirsty. I don't want you on there anymore. You're bringing shame to our family. <laughs> <laughs> we sent all those people out to that country for a reason. Exactly. <laughs> um, the rest is history. Uh, I listened to a couple of episodes of that. Uh, I also listened to Psycho Schizo Espresso. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, uh, it was a new one, Heavy Metal 101. And I think I was just trying to find something randomly. Mm-hmm. And so it's about two classical music, I think they're music teachers or professors, and one's into metal and the other one just isn't. So the one who is is trying to uh, brief the, the other one. Mm-hmm. On yeah, the origin of metal, and he's kind of touched on a few different bands. Uh, he'd spend an episode on Sabbath, an episode on Priest, um, uh, an episode on Van Halen, which I wouldn't usually yeah. listen to, but I did. And that's what prompted me to go listen to Fifty One Fifty. But that's really interesting to hear uh, the reactions and the takes from the guy who's just not into metal. Because <laughs> there's a band called Death, and I'd heard of them. Yeah, they're they're pretty harsh, and this guy just had no appreciation for it. Yeah. Oh, no, musically he did, but vocally no. But it's just it was good, good to listen to. I binged all their episodes. I think they're only about nine or ten episodes old, but really enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. And after that, Eddie Trunk. Uh, I listened to his Jeff Tate and George Lynch interview. Okay. And I only listened to it to listen to the Jeff Tate stuff. And I was like, I'm not bothered about George Lynch at all. Mm-hmm. Listen to Jeff Tate. I was like, oh, that was a real pedestrian kind of interview. There was just nothing to it. Mm-hmm. And I started listening to George Lynch, and I was like, "This dude seems pretty cool, like mm-hmm. real down to earth, the way he talks." Yeah. And I actually really enjoyed the George Lynch stuff, even though I didn't know anything. I knew he was in Dokken, 
But that was about it. I didn't care for anything that I've heard by Dokken, but his interview was really good. Do you know what and, band George Lynch's son-in-law is in? Yeah, it's uh, Richie. He Rich- talked about yeah. that as well. Okay, cool. How, how good a player that he is, and just he's a pretty top bloke. Richie as well. from Judas Priest, Kirsty. Yep. Okay. Richie Faulkner. Yeah. Yep. Um, so no, that was a good interview. I was surprised by it, and um, but no, that was all I got through for the week. Kirsty, what about you? <laughs> yeah, um, he listened. To, I know he's like, way. I listened to nine episodes of this one, and uh, well, yeah, yeah. But see, I, I work from home, so you know, I, during the day, I just kind of yeah, yeah. You obviously don't need to concentrate too hard in whatever your job is. Um, <laughs> always, I listen to Wayne's Iron Maiden podcast as soon as it comes out. Um, yeah. Straight up genius. Uh, also, listen to Feckin' Metal. Um, talking about Joe Rogan and yeah. Spotify. Yeah. And I listen to Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone, Adrian Smith Live Review, but wait, there's more, <laughs> which I really enjoyed because I wasn't on it and I could just like chill out and not have to rank all those songs. Oh, quick question then. Mm. So not asking you to rank all your songs now, but would you have come closer to one list or the other? Yeah, I, I actually did play that album. I forgot to say that. Um, and I was much closer to Steve's, I think. Yeah, that, that's what yeah. I figured. That's how we roll, Matt. That's how we roll. Yes, <laughs> it is. I listen to the Metal Gods podcast, as I said, because yeah. although I'm not like big Judas Priest fan, they did something different that was talking metal with this guy called Stephen Waddell. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a musician. He's in a band called Tantrum. And then on his own, he's got a project called Oath, and it's Oath SC because he's from Scotland and there's more than one Oath. Okay. And he was an excellent guest. And had some good chats about all sorts of bands and topics. And he was into Marillion as well. And obviously Judas Priest comes up because um, that's where I had to go and listen to some. Okay. And we heard some of his music as Oath, um, which is traditional heavy metal, um, but synthesizers. He's recorded it himself at home on his phone using GarageBand app and singing into his phone. And it sounds quality. Oh, wow. And Stephen's been on Feckin' Metal as well. So I was wondering if you knew him. <laughs> I missed him on yours. Maybe he doesn't have an Iron Maiden story. I don't think so. I haven't heard him. <laughs> but but if he did, how could he get in contact with you? <laughs> well, he would email ironmaidenpodcast at gmail.com. You would think that was rehearsed. It really wasn't. <laughs> Not at all. It was slick. Yeah, man, you put her <laughs> on the spot, man. podcast <laughs> for the week. Oh, but I'm reading a book. We don't do books normally, do we? No, but what have you been reading? I'm reading I Am Ozzy. Ah, so uh, I thought I was going to play every album as they as he mentioned it. And, yeah. um, so I played the first album, uh-huh. but I'm up to like the fifth album now and I've given up that idea. I could say I'm that. I'm reading it too quickly. <laughs> I could what was say that, that? I could say that. I Am Ozzy. Yeah, that's you a... Uh, Ozzy, yeah. <laughs> that is a good book. Hey, okay, Matt, I wanted you to settle something for me because I was at my cousin's house today. And I said that I had an Aussie as a oh, co-host. I know what you were about to say, yeah. And did he correct? He tried to correct you. She, she said, yeah. she said that no, it's an Aussie. And I oh, said, I knew you were going to say. And that. I said, no, it's an Aussie. Trust me, I talk to these people. Mm-hmm. So can you pet peeve? Pet you, peeve. Answer the. You're correct, Steve. <laughs> Matt, can you? Can, uh, can can you say it? Can you say it for me, Max? You're because you are from there. I want to make sure it gets said properly because I will make sure and send a clip of this to her. Matt, this can is, I ask you a question? Matt, this is sorry. Yes, you can certainly. How would you describe yourself 
from being from Australia to somebody. What are you? This is this is Matt, formerly from Australia, on Uncle Thief's Iron Maiden podcast. <laughs> if you have a story, please send it into Iron Maiden Podcast at gmail.com, where I will tell you that I am an Aussie. I am not an Aussie. It's an Aussie. <laughs> As in Osborne, but it's uh, A-U-S-S-I-E. So I, uh, I can see how you would make that mistake. But no, me and all my brethren are Aussies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like people that call it Melbourne, Australia, and people that call it Melbourne. Melbourne. Because <laughs> why? It is Melbourne. <laughs> That's right. That's In Australia, right. anyway. Exactly, exactly. So, Jennifer, I hope that you have learned something today. <laughs> Hi, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay, so um, moving forward here, um, Matt, Kirsty. Oh. It's time for a little bit of audience participation. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to split these tweets right down the middle into two halves. The retweets and the quote tweets. Now, I can't remember the next part well enough. And I want you to come in with the answer, Matt. (laughs) I can't remember it. Okay. So, the retweets, Matt. Kirsty, mm-hmm. uh, we have actually this week there are more tweet quotes than retweets. So actually, actually, it's even. I'm sorry. One of them is a Facebook share, so I'll count that as a retweet. So oh, get- hang on. I was just thinking, Uncle Thief. Uh, let me ask Kirsty a question. <laughs> Go ahead. So, um, is Uncle Thief still <laughs> allowed to say tweet quote? Because we know he's pinching things left, right, and center now. <laughs> so is he allowed to use this? Because now that you're on at the same time, we can uh, we can put this little issue to bed once and for all. Well, he's always made it pretty clear that it's um, <laughs> been my idea. So at least I've got credit. Yeah, she uh, got she gets credit. She so hey, if you're going to plagiarize, plagiarize from the best. That's right. I give hey, I gave credit. I gave all credit to. I tell everybody, hey, that I took that from the West Ham United. Now here's the thing I want to I do want to say this I don't know who filed this claim because they won't tell me when I ask them they just say if you think that you have a case that this is shouldn't be a claim against your thing then email these people with your evidence and I'm just like look when I when I had it made I just said I want it to look like this logo you know I, I didn't think that was a problem I mean like it's not like I'm making money off this what did I make you know off selling T-shirts I'm making thousands of dollars I'm not making no money doing that. I don't know. Is it Iron, Iron Maiden or West Ham? It's West but, Ham. I would assume it's West Ham. It's got to be West Ham. So, because it looks like their logo. I mean, anybody, you know, when I've had people tell me I won't buy that because it looks like West Ham and I like. Um, Did you laugh at them now and say you won't buy that because you can't? <laughs> <laughs> well, who's laughing now? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's not me. They are. They, they are. They are, exactly. The next one's the next one I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, I'm going to take a page from um, Lord Andrew's book, Matt. Oh, I bet you are. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna make the next one look like uh, his beloved team, which I can't remember the name of right now. Arsenal. Arsenal. Even I knew that one. I, I know what it is. I just can't remember. I just uh, you know I'm, I'm it's Matt. As we speak, what time is it? It's ten twenty p.m. And yeah, it's early. I had a really long week. And I uh, just I have I still haven't made my sleep up yet, so I'm 
So anyway, let's do the retweets and the tweet quotes. Uh, the retweets, the scouser in Liverpool, England, of course, David Laird. That's a place that Kirsty's been. Uh, his royal dudeness, Dave in the USA from New York, USA to be exact. He retweeted uh, Shock Lore, which is a band in the United States. Uh, the Weekend Warrior himself near Melbourne, Australia, Matt. Mm-hmm. Kirsty. Shout out. Shout out to the great man. Yep, into Melbourne. Ah. Andrew. <laughs> Andrew Whitnall, of course. Uh, you know, and, and you know, I, I hate to leave his uh, lovely wife, Sonia, out. She uh, She's married to him. He is husband of Sonia, and he is father of Georgie. And the last one is uh, Kirsty, the group on Facebook that you were in, uh, Adrian Frederick Smith, F-A-S, on Facebook. They shared that episode as well. Maybe you shared it on there as well. But Well, no, because they already done it. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was going to. Ah, okay. They didn't. Now, last week when we did the Queet Totes, Matt, I don't know how this how this slipped my mind, but, you know, we had a pretty good song from the counselor. He, you know, he sent in uh, Blind in Texas as uh, they rock in Texas or whatever. And yeah, we didn't give duo. And we didn't give him, yeah, yeah, a duet. We didn't give him Queet Trote of the Week. So retroactively, I'm just going to let everybody know that last week's Queet Trote of the Week was... From the Honorable Counselor Richard Holmes of the Ulster Unionist Party in Garvaugh, Northern Ireland, the only official politician of Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden. So that's a, that's another thing you never ever do is award it retroactively. Yeah, you know, Matt. There's when, whenever I say I never do things, I usually tend to do them on the same episode. So, <laughs> so I never do that. But this week we are going to do that. So. But he also shared this week, and and his tweet quote was pretty simple he said certainly will not be wasting your time listening to this one which i had to read about three or four times to be <laughs> like is he insulting us and saying it's a waste of time or not and then i read it really slow and i was like okay certainly won't be wasting your time okay okay that's do you think it's because then there's like wasting your time is one of the lines in taking my chances maybe Mm. Oh, see, he's too deep for us. If that's the case, yeah. If that's if, if that's the case, uh, he's way too deep because I can't even put that lyric in my in the song in my head right now. I can't even place it. Kirsty, can you sing it real quick so we can know? No. <laughs> Come on. See, Matt, that's how she lays out. No. <laughs> she, she even made me sing last week. Yeah, you only had one word, and then you still like paused really long before you said it. Yeah, it was dramatic pause for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, was you did dramatic. Very well, you've started something there, Matt, but I won't be drawn on this. <laughs> you're, you're ending it. <laughs> Another person that shared was uh, my buddy Alan Bell in England. He said that because he was listening to us talk about the Adrian Smith show, because he had been asking me, he had texted me about it because he said he was considering going to see Adrian and Richie and when they're playing over there. And he was. On the on the he was uh, waffling back and forth, Matt, about whether or not to go. He said, "You've sold it to me, though. I just need to get some tickets now." So, so when do they play there? Uh, is it a while off? I think it's in a month or so, or maybe it's less than a month now. But um, oh, okay, I think it was a month from when they ended the little dates here. He could uh, he could write in and let you know how it went if he made it there. Oh, he surely will. He should so. Uh, Jesse, the delivery guy in Illinois, he retweet, re quote tweeted it, quote quoted it <laughs> twice. 
Uh, first one, he said, looking forward to this one. And his second one, he said, awesome podcast. Thanks for sharing your trip, Uncle Steve. I love venues like that. So, uh, Kirstie, have you seen a lot of footage from the Adrian and Richie shows? Yes, very much. Um, the Adrian Frederick Smith first group. Mm-hmm. It's just everybody's just putting on everything they've got. Okay, because it looks like uh, some of the shows were a lot bigger than than others. Yeah, because the I show mean, obviously I haven't watched all of them. Yeah, look, I mean, it looks like the show I was at was the very definitely the smallest show. So yeah, that would have been so good that tiny mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and oh, hang hang on. So did you you didn't ask um, Andy Steve for final thoughts or anything? No, did I didn't. I just didn't have time. I never had time. So uh, the next the next tweet quote Matt was by somebody who invented the term Kirsty Prince from Oxfordshire uh, and living in Perth, Australia. She said, "Loved this, and no stiff drink was necessary." Well, that's good to know because I figured one of our lists would have gave her the need for a stiff drink. So, uh, and lastly, Metal Chat podcast with Melissa in Boston. She said that she quite enjoyed this and she was jealous. And and I wanted to, I didn't want to say one quick thing about her podcast because she's had a couple of episodes out in the last week or two and from after a hiatus. And I had a conversation with her at one point and I told her, I felt like she advertised herself as an old school headbanger person. And I felt like she was kind of, that she needed to, be more in that realm. And I felt like with her doing this little album review thing she did with Martin Popoff and the budgie thing, I felt like that was really in her wheelhouse. Like that was from, that was all experience stuff. It wasn't like a brand new album or anything. And I really enjoyed those. And I know I asked, I talked to you about it, Matt, and you told me the same thing that you liked that. No, well, yeah, I liked the old school, but the latest episode I couldn't access because uh, I sent her a message about that. Oh, you hadn't got um, it yet. Okay. No, I, I kept looking, but they didn't put it up. So I don't Ooh. know what the deal was. Yeah, I know. You, I know that you had your thoughts on what it could have been. <laughs> would you say it was? Um, would you say about contracts? You needed a contract. I don't remember what I said. Like, like Rogan, like Rogan. Oh, uh, so well, I think you can listen to it on Podbean. Oh, I know what I said. I said that. Uh, I said Melissa said she was pulling all of her content oh, off of Spotify yeah, because of Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't find it straight away either. Oh, oh god! Yeah, I waited for a while and then. Couldn't get it. And then when you mentioned it, I was like, oh, okay. So I sent her a message about it. And okay. she let me know she was going to look into it. So I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to have to rectify something real quick. I'm going to call some of my listeners out here as well as I've already been called. I've already been called out by one of my listeners slash co-hosts about it. But, um, Kirsty told me and Kirsty, correct me if I'm wrong, that you were, I don't know if you were in bed asleep one night, but you were laying in bed one night yep. and, and you sat straight up because you realized something, right? Yep. Waking in a sweat. <laughs> what did you realize, Kirsty? What did we um, do wrong? When we did the ranking of the Smith Harris co writes, uh-huh. and you said that they hadn't written any songs in the 80s, and I suddenly woke up in the night and remembered <laughs> that The Prisoner and 22 Occasion Avenue, both written by Smith Harris. Yeah. And when you said that to me, my first, what was the first thing? Do you remember the first thing I said to you about it? <laughs> That we'd have to do it again, um, and also, and, and I said to you, does anyone even listen? I yeah, exactly. About ten comments on Twitter about the episode. Nobody. And if I'd have been listening. How did anybody? I'd have been straight to Twitter. To exactly. Tell you. That's what I said. All these, all these classic era fans. 
Yeah. See, that's that's all they listen to. Yeah, and then no one even knows. I was like, when you said that, I, I just went, oh my gosh, I can't believe. How did, I was like, how did we miss that? And the, But the worst, like you said, nobody caught it. Nobody listened to that and went, wait a minute, where's Acacia Avenue? Because like, hey, that's that's from, what was the song, Countdown from uh, his prior yeah, band? from Urchin. Yeah, like I, like I even know that. <laughs> so I, how did I miss that? <laughs> how did we miss that? So, so what we're going to do now, and we're going to do it this time with Matt, is we're going to quickly go through the Smith-Harris songs in reverse order. We have 13 of them, correct, Kirsty? Correct. Okay. We're going to go through the 13 in reverse order and crown our number ones. I, I, I have no idea what was where anything was on my last list, but I know that I made a couple of changes because oh, I remember. I listened to it again. That's another statistic for your downloads, isn't it? Oh, there you <laughs> go. I forgot what I saw. Oh, <laughs> man. Cheap, cheap listen. Maybe I'll get that. Maybe that. Maybe I'll get that big money that I was telling my wife I might start making pretty soon off this podcast. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Until I lost it with that with the uh, whole scandal I'm in Matt, now, Matt. Yeah. So, okay, so let's go in uh, order here. It'll be we'll go Kirsty, Matt, Uncle Thief uh, in <laughs> order. We'll start with number thirteen. Kirsty, you first. Tears of a Clown. Matt. Uh, Wildest Dreams. Tears of a Clown. Number twelve. Kirstie. Where the river where the river runs deep. Matt. Tears of a clown. Wildest dreams. Kirsty, number eleven. Fallen angel. Matt. Senjutsu. Was a hard pick. <laughs> so was, just say something. <laughs> I know. Are you alright? You still there, Steve? <laughs> when the river runs what? deep at number eleven. <laughs> Kirsty, number 10. Wildest Dreams. Matt. Different world? It, next week's going to be a different world. <laughs> We're coming back. <laughs> uh, number, diff, okay. Uh, Fallen Angel for me at number 10. Kirsty, number 9. Sounds like 15, the final frontier. Okay, Matt. When the river runs deep. I think I'm going to get a, a layout from Kirsty when I say this one. Uh, number nine. And I did this on the fly again, Kirsty. So number nine, Isle of Avalon. <laughs> anyway, we've got to keep it moving, don't we? So number, number eight, Mother of Mercy. Okay. Number eight, Matt. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The final frontier. Different world for me. Number seven. I'm going to upset somebody on number seven for sure. Number seven, Kirsty. Sanjitsu. Ooh. Okay. Matt. Uh, Fallen Angel. I'm sorry, Alan. I'm sorry, uh, Alan Bell. The Prisoner at number seven. That's who I'll probably upset. Number six, Kirsty. Different world. Matt. Mother of Mercy. Satellite 15, The Final Frontier for me. Number five, Kirsty. The Great Unknown. Matt. Echo, The Great Unknown. <clears throat> we could almost have Yay, a trifecta. Bingo. <laughs> Number five, Mother of Mercy for me. Number four, Kirsty. 22, Acacia Avenue. Okay, Matt. Mm. Uh, you can't change it. I was, yeah, I know. I love Avalon. Okay, number four for me was The Great Unknown. So, number three, Kirsty. Isle of Avalon. Matt? 
Ah, that's what I was going to... I was going to switch this with this. Uh, so 22 Acacia Avenue. Okay, number three for me is Senjutsu. Number two, Kirsty. The Prisoner. Matt? Echo again, The Prisoner. Number two. Wait, wait. 22 Acacia Avenue. And it looks like all three of us have number one. Kirsty, what is it? Passchendaele. There we go. There we go. We've... At least we all matched on one, right? <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. Originally, I didn't have Passchendaele. Like, I'd had a Prisoner and, and 22 and mm. then Passchendaele. But I went back and listened to it, and I was like, and I knew how good the song was. But I listened to it, and I was like, yeah, there's no way that you can't put that as number one. Okay. There we go. Just there you have it. So now, let's listen to Kirsty and I rank Final Frontier and Senjutsu and it's not Senjutsu. <laughs> Final Frontier and Book of Souls in that opposite order of that, right, Kirsty? Right. <laughs> okay, okay. So let's do it. Welcome to Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone. And this week, as we just told you, you are going to hear the rankings of two Iron Maiden albums. Two recent Iron Maiden albums with me and Kirsty, of course. Kirsty, say hello, please. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so we're going to be ranking the 10 songs from The Final Frontier and the 11 Kirsty songs from The Book of Souls. So, which album would you like to start with? Uh, the Book of Souls. Okay. I, I, was hoping you'd, I was hoping you'd say that. So. It's sort of. <laughs> it's sort of, yeah. The, the Final Frontier is a more uh, bombastic album, at least for me. So. so, let's start in reverse order here. With number 11, would you like to go first on Book of Souls or first on Final Frontier? Uh, I'll go first on Book of Souls. Okay. Yeah, if you go first, that means you you'll you you say the number uh, ones anyway, so it doesn't matter. So, so I'm just gonna dive in with this. It probably upset everybody right from the start. My number eleven is the red and the black. Whoa! Oh man! <laughs> there you go. Um, I just feel like it wasn't written with a vocalist in mind, and I don't enjoy hearing Bruce struggle. And then I've got the guitar melody playing the vo the vocal melody over the top yeah. makes it even harder. But it gets a lot better five minutes in, and I really enjoy it from then on. I enjoy the instrumental. Yes, yes. That's – wow. I was I really wasn't expecting that. I really wasn't expecting that at all. So this is going to be an interesting take. Um, so, wow. Okay. If Nesbitt, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Nesbitt was like, said that was like a top ten song of Iron Maiden history for him, I think. 
Yeah, and I'm a massive fan of his, and I'm sorry if he is listening. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This isn't even in the top 10 of your favorite songs on Book of Souls. <laughs> it's number 11. <laughs> oh, man, that's that's great. That's great. I talked to somebody on the phone earlier who had some very controversial opinions so about some classic albums. So, so, so I guess the controversial opinions keep coming. So, okay. For me, my number 11 is, I don't think this will be much. This might actually surprise you a little bit. Wow. It's actually going to surprise me a little bit. If I say it, I'm going to make an adjustment really quick here. My number 11 is going, it's, it's gotta be, I just can't, I can't do this. My number 11 is going to be Tears of a Clown. And oh, wow, what a surprise. Yeah, and I'm sure I'll be getting tears from an Englishman living in Melbourne, too, so, with that one. Sure. But, yeah, I listened to that song the other day, and I listened to the whole album just to make sure I knew where I wanted these songs, and it just, it just doesn't do anything for me. The whole time I kept thinking, like, like as I listened to this, I was, and then Man of Sorrows came on, I think, after it. And I was just like, wow, Man of Sorrows is a great song. But then I realized it's so great just because it's in front of, it's behind Tears of a Clown. So you, it's such a, it's such a pull me up, even though it's not one of the greater songs on the album either. So, but yeah, okay. so for me, Tears of a Clown, not much of a surprise there. And number right. 10, Kirsty. Shadows of the Valley. I just, oh. um, I never really think of it. It's not one I'd go, oh, I'll just put Shadows of the Valley on. Um, I don't love the intro. The one that sounds a bit like Wasted Years probably yeah. didn't need to be there. But overall, it's not bad. Interesting. So it's not a go-to. Yeah, I, 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 I wonder now, this is making me really wonder if we're going to have anything the same on Any this Any matchups? I'm, we I'm, might not. I'm thinking our number one might be the same. Because for me, number one was, I looked through everything and I, it was pretty simple for me to pick out which song I liked the best. Yeah, I could easily pick out the number one and number 11. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for me, my number 10, and this won't be much of a surprise for anyone that listened to, I think last week's episode, um, When the River Runs Deep is my number 10. So okay. that that the intro on the song just kind of, I just don't like it. It's it's just it's it's a bad start to the song, and the song doesn't do a whole lot for me either. This, sure. and, and they we do said, some songs where the intro it would be better if it wasn't there. It's got nothing to do with the song. Yeah, although when Shadows of the Valley, I do like that intro. I really like the play, even though it's funny to me that that song was written by Yannick, and it's using a very you know it sounds very similar in a way to Wasted Years. <laughs> I kind of yeah, wonder. I know it's got the Sea of Madness lyric in it as well. Yes. I kind of wonder what Adrian thought when he heard that. <laughs> Probably thought it was easy to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, I've heard that somewhere before. I figured maybe he had deja vu <laughs> 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 to throw another tie in there. So, um, okay, so that's 10 and 11. What about your number nine? I've got the Man of Sorrows there, um, which I really like. So, yeah. Things have been improving now. It's, it's unusual. Packs in a lot of different ideas. Um, I thought it's a quite a short song, but it's actually six and a half minutes. Yeah. So it shows it just keeps your interest. And the, the last minute is beautiful. 
Yeah, I think I think part of the melodies are of this song are not that great. Mm. You know, you know, the part where Bruce is singing like he's like, so we need to know the truth now and all that. It just it, it sounds I think a little. That's why it's like a number nine. Yeah, some of it's brilliant. Some of it. Yeah, I just don't know what to do with it. But I like the chorus. I, I, I do like yeah. the chorus. So, and especially after Tears of a Clown, it's 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 pretty. Uh, it's I a it's said a big. Huh? I haven't said Tears of a Clown yet. Oh, wow. That that wasn't your number 10. That's right. You said Red and the Black. Ooh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Kirsty, I was wrong. We are going to match up on one song. It's The Man of Sorrows at number nine. Cool. Yes. I I, I almost think I want to put that that higher than I have it, but then I just don't. So I have a feeling, though, the higher up this list we move, the more people are going to be shocked at where some of these songs fall. So, Sure. So number eight, Kirsty. Tears of a Clown. Okay, okay. I, so I like it more than you. A <laughs> little bit more than me. So Yeah. Now I think this is well, let me just number eight for me is a song that Steve Harris called Perfect at one point. And that song is called Empire of the Clouds. Okay. <laughs> Reasonable. <laughs> Reasonable. Okay. 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 Um, uh, number seven, I've got When the River Runs Deep, which okay. we've already talked about. Yeah, that's you have that a good bit higher than me. Now, I yeah. think I think this is this is. Um, I, I keep thinking someone's going to be offended. You know, I we we got a, a good amount of feedback on the episode that we did last week, so I have a feeling that we are going to be getting some people. You know kicking the walls or like, like James over in New Zealand, throwing stuff, you know, just something, something, you know, yelling, yeah. yelling and cursing at me. So it's good to hear from them though. Oh yeah. Yeah. I like that. So, and speaking of getting someone to yell and curse at me, my number seven, Kirsty, mm. is a little track called death or glory. Okay, that's all right. Got a bit higher than you, but thought you were going to say sugar. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a family-friendly podcast. It is. It is. That's why I said sugar, <laughs> as you did earlier. So, yeah. Okay. So number. Oh wait. Hey, you once were this number, right? You were number six. Number six. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've got the Book of Souls. I like the riff. It's maybe a little bit long, and I think I've shocked you there because you went really quiet. Okay, for number five. No, you've got to do your number six. Oh, you, sorry. You, you completely blindsided me with that one. Oh, my God. <laughs> I couldn't even see my screen anymore. <laughs> wow. The Book of Souls at number six? I've never heard you go so quiet. You made me completely forget what number I was on. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> okay, um, okay, okay, well, okay. Are you all right? Hold on, I need a, I need a stiff drink of my, break. of my, uh, <laughs> my flavored water here. Hold on. Hmm. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Okay, okay. So but your number six is <laughs> my number six is the song that shocked me when you said it at number eleven, the red and the black. Okay. So. And I struggle with that because 
like you said, it gets to about five minutes in and there's the big, what, six, six minutes of just music and it's brilliant. Mm. And I, I, and I love that for the song. I think the, the chorus to me is very weak and I could probably move that down my list. Some I could see putting, hmm, I could almost see putting it at number nine, but, but it's at number six as we sit today. So sure. Whew, number five, Kirsty. <laughs> number five is Empire of the Clouds. Okay, okay. So, little... I, I don't think it's perfect, but yeah, something different, isn't it? It's got the piano. It tells a good story. It does. It does. Did you know that part in the song where it goes like dun 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 dun? Did you know that is Morse code for SOS? Yes. So I think Matt told me that a while back. I was I had no idea. I was like that. That's really cool. Really, really cool. Yeah, it's it's cool that they made it musical into the song. I think that's that's a really. I know there's a bit where Nico uses um, a violin bow on a gong to make a sound of the aircraft crashing as well. Oh wow! I didn't know that either. Well, the metal crunching up. Hmm. Wow. Now, I don't know if this will shock you or not because you haven't said it yet. So I'm kind of wondering. Based on, I won't say anything. I'm gonna I'm gonna ruin something if I say it. So, my number five is if eternity should fail. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's that. There's something that reminds me of. I'm just trying to remember what it is. Where, it, okay. Oh, did you see the video that I posted on Twitter a good while back of the guy? who's going to play a song on guitar and then he falls over in his chair. Yes. The f- he, he goes, okay, let's do it. <laughs> he goes, here's a little, he goes, okay, here's a little song. So every time he's going, okay, I think of him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So that was my number five. So you're on number four now. Cool. I've got speed of light. Okay. Okay. Speed of light. Number four. Yeah. Cause I'm looking at my list and I have of my top four, of course you just said one of them, but, I you've already said two of my four, so cool. one of them yeah, is the we, one I'm about we were, to read. We have had a match, haven't we? We had one match, yeah. One match. So my number four definitely isn't going to be your number four because it's Shadows of the Valley. I like that one a lot, so. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kirsty, number three for you. Number three, Death or Glory. Okay, okay. It was, my, it was my number one when it first came out. I remember you telling me that, so I, I yeah. had a feeling it may so have... It's still, still got to be quite high up because of that. Yeah, yeah. So that's your number three. So, okay. So for me, my number three is your number four, Speed of Light. So we're pretty cool. close on that one. Yeah. Okay. And but I want to say, uh, Speed of Light is, is is really it gets a lot of flack, I think, from people, and I'm not sure. I, the thing, the one part I don't like about it so much though is, I don't like the cowbell that that Nico's mm-hmm. hitting and the little thing at the beginning, and I don't really like Bruce's scream right there. You know what I'm talking oh. about? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, uh, it, it it just sounds it sounds uh, like old guy trying to scream like a young guy, but I can't because I have so I have to scream this way. And I know he's an older guy, but, and I know he was through cancer and all that, but it was, I just don't like that scream, but I like the rest of the song though a lot. So I agree with you about the cowbell though. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that would lead us to number two. All right. I've got the great unknown. It's been such a massive grower for me. And we've talked about it a lot before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we talked about that one last week as well. And um, The Great Unknown is a great song, I think, too. Which leads me to my number two, which is The Great Unknown 2. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yes, so we have matched yes. up on two. Oh, wow. So my number five is your number one. Yes, my number one is If Eternity Should Fail. Okay. I think um, Bruce sounds great on this. It's got a catchy chorus. Yeah. Um, there's really great three guitar harmonies. I think they don't really quite do that em- enough. They've got three guitars. And I really like the soloing over the last chorus. Yeah, yeah. I was Perhaps really shocked. that bit on the end. I thought we were going to for sure have a match at number one. but Yeah, we usually do. But when you mentioned the Book of Souls, <laughs> wherever you mentioned it, <laughs> However far down it was, like number seven or something. Six. Six. I was like, not that bad. I was expecting it to be number one. <laughs> I oh. thought, I was like, surely we'll have the same number one. But when, when I said how easy it was to pick it, and you kind of, yeah, I knew my number. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> okay, so we had two matches. We had an, our number two and our number nine. So no bingo for us on this one. <laughs> no. Okay. Now, now, we, we talked about this a little earlier, but I feel like um, maybe we said this. I can't remember if we talked about this before or after we started recording, but I feel like The Final Frontier is a much stronger album than The Book of Souls. Do you feel the same way? So The Final Frontier is my favorite of the current lineup okay. albums, and okay. The Book of Souls is my least favorite. Okay, so I'd say there's a little bit of... So- yeah, <laughs> we'd have to agree. Final <laughs> Frontier is stronger. Have you have you figured out a place to put Senjutsu in the mix of all that yet? No, Too I'm new? still still okay. kind of getting my head around that one. Yeah, I kind of um, I kind of feel like we need more time. So yeah, definitely. Okay, as I say, you have your growers, don't you? Now the problem with the Final Frontier is. I've just got really stressed because I love all the songs on it. Yeah, and I just couldn't place them. And it, I don't know. I just kept listening and I was like, I don't know if I like this one more than that one. I might yeah. have to resign. I, <laughs> <can't do this. laughs> I, I um, am wondering if when I read off my number 10, how I just, I'm wondering when I'm going to get that reaction from you, the, the reaction mm-hmm. I got for book of souls. But now also the book of souls tour, that's the last tour you've seen of maiden is right. Is that right? Yes, it was. Yeah. And I was really into the book of souls straight after that, because a lot of the songs came across really well live mm-hmm. and especially tears of the clown. And I think that's why sort of me and James and Andrew are telling you that it's good because we've seen it live. Sure. Sure. Possibly. I don't hate it. I mean, when I, I listen to the song, I, it's definitely not bad. I mean, it's like I said, you don't hate there, it, but you don't like it that much. I don't like it at will. I mean, I listened to it on the album yeah. of the day, and I just, but after a while, I was like, yeah, this is just, ugh. So, you didn't get to hear the great unknown live, did you? No. I've got. I don't know how fast I am on a on a cell phone, Kirsty. What that was two thousand. That was two thousand fifteen, wasn't it? Yeah. They did that. So let me let me see how quickly I can find on my cell phone. Oh, wait. No, I saw it in 17. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say 16. 
Yeah, I saw it in 17, so let me... I'm going to see if I can actually find it really quick and and maybe play it. Play a little bit of the live version of it. That would be kind of cool, right? I think the best bit was the the solos, but... You know, it's going to be difficult for you to get to there very quickly, isn't it? I don't, you know, I don't even know if I recorded the whole song when I was there. I think I just, uh, okay, wait, is this it? No. I've been to, no, that's not it. Metal Church. When was this picture taken? March. Oh, okay. So that was in September. Okay, I'm getting close. I'm sorry to do this. This is just wasting our time, but uh, October. Yeah, especially since I've seen it on YouTube. <laughs> Yeah, but I I think it's but this is my version. This is the one that was on. Uh, what was this? Where did you go and see it? In Dallas, I saw it in Dallas. Um, nice and handy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you know what? I said that I. Okay, you know what? I must not have seen it in seventeen, Kirsty. You, I must have seen it in six. Oh, I just saw something there. Where did I just see that? Why am I this dumb? Here we go. 17. It, it was. This must be. This must be it. Yeah. Let's see. Um, let's see what this is. This is not probably the song, but. Uh, let's see if it'll play. Oh, this is. Uh, I can spare us this for a second, I guess. This is when they came on stage. Oh, hold on. Come on. Here, how about this? Okay, here we go. So we can hear what Bruce sounded like. Ooh. Wow. Okay, wait. You remember when they when he does that time to speak with the shaman again? And he would bat, bang his hand down, and the fire would go up. Yep. Oh, so hold on. Okay, we're gonna just hear a little more. Is that okay with you? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Got goosebumps all over. <laughs> oh man! See, that is why that's my number one. Oh, it's good. It's good. Is is it the intro that you like so much? Okay, wait. I'm trying to find. Uh... Um, I I I like all of it. I'm going through the concert real fast. I was trying to see if I can find. Oh, that's a uh, Wrathchild. Oh, listen to that. Yes. Uh, 
I guess people could go listen to the Bulk Book of Souls if they wanted to, couldn't they, the live album? They could. I was so happy when children did the damn thing on. But this is in Dallas, too, so... I didn't record all the songs like I did on the last, second one, though, so let's see what's next. Uh, I'm just waiting to see if we can get a little bit of Great Unknown. No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> oh, that's... um. Yeah, there you go. Okay, I'm going to still go to... Is that a picture? Yeah, it's a picture. People are listening to this going, God, this is terrible. What what, what kind of podcast is this? (laughs) I think it's worth it to hear a little bit of... uh... I knew it. (laughs) Power slave. <laughs> what was that? It, oh, it's, it's buffering or something. Come on. Try again. Oh, that was. Oh, I recorded the solo from Power Slave. Oh. I kept my phone. Kept my phone turned off. I did when I went. Yeah, but I wouldn't be able to hear this on my random podcast five years later. Okay. Oh, here we go. That is such a cool intro. Let's see how Bruce sounds. <laughs> you ought to know it, so. I don't know how much I recorded of this. I think it's about to end. Okay, that's enough. Sorry about that. <laughs> you know, that's okay. That's why you record them and then you just randomly. I, I, I was trying to keep up with the set list. Like I was trying to go, okay. Mm. Here's what they actually played in order. That way I can have a bit from every song. And and then at the Legacy show, I just was just like, screw it. I'm going to record every bit of every song. So, But wait. No, actually, let me do it this way. I'm just going to say, hey, Matt, why don't you give me your rankings really quickly for that? Okay, so I'm just going to do it. Are this you way. doing, so are you doing uh, bottom to top or top to bottom? Bottom to top again? Are, are you familiar with the uh, counselor? Uh, bottom to top. There it is. There we are. <laughs> okay. So, Matt, why don't you go ahead, since you were not here, and I'm a fair player here, why don't you, even though I didn't like your Harris Smith list, 
at least one song, but that's okay. You haven't even listened to the full album, so you know. Yeah, it was hard. You know, that's really hard. That's a hard list. Apart from, it is. There's a lot of good stuff on that list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's today's list. Tomorrow's different. So tell me, Book of Souls, in reverse order. The Man of Sorrows. Can you please give us numbers too when you say them? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You didn't eight, write numbers? <laughs> no, I usually do, but I was messing around. Okay. Number 11, Man of Sorrows. Okay. Number 10, Tears Empire, of a Clown. M- Tears of a Clown. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kirsty. <laughs> this is what I work with. Go ahead. Hey, you pay peanuts, you get monkeys. That's right. Uh, number nine, Empire of the Clouds. Okay. Number eight, Death or Glory. Okay. Number seven, Speed of Light. Okay. Number six, When the River Runs Deep. Okay. Number five, The Great Unknown. Oh, wow. Number four, Shadows of the Valley. Okay. Number three, The Red and the Black. Oh, And this was tough, tough at the top end. Uh, Number two. Eternity, or if Eternity should fail, which made number one, The Book of Souls, my number one on The Book of Souls. It'll be interesting. Good list. It'll be interesting to see. I can't remember our lists, but it'll be interesting to see. I think, I think, I think I had the same number one as you. Didn't you have If Eternity Should Fail, Kirsty? Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah, It's pretty different to my list. Okay. So the next. (laughs) Now, did you see the Final Frontier tour? No, um, when they came here, it was it was a festival day, and I not long had a baby, so I chose not to go, which I kind of regret. <laughs> but it was too hard at the time. Yeah, that was Coco. Yep. Mm. Does she know the sacrifice you made for her? I don't think she'd too, be too bothered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Let's get into the final frontier. So uh, um, you said, okay, you started the last one. So I will start this one with my number 10, my number 10, Kirsty, from final frontier. And this may, this is either going to shock you or you're going to be happy. Well, I don't know which one it's going to be. My number 10, you know what you have? I've been thinking about coming up with a nickname for you that has something to do with your memory. So, this won't probably shock you, actually, now that I think about it, because I have I did an episode on the final. You said frontier. it before, maybe okay. so. So, so Kirsty, would you be shocked if I said that my number ten on Final Frontier is called "Coming Home"? I wouldn't be shocked, but I'm disappointed too. <laughs> like Andrew, use a phrase, yes. <laughs> okay, so my number ten is coming home, Kirsty. What is your number ten? My number 10 is El Dorado. It's not bad, but it's my least favorite. It's okay. It's a weird intro. I've always thought that the intro on El Dorado, it just sounds like um, the first song is, is still ending. Yeah. It's it's not, it doesn't lend itself to it. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely don't like that. I, 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 I it, it just it really boggles my mind now. The more I think about it, I haven't thought about it in a while. But yeah, it's just the way, you know. It's it's, it's almost like they stopped and then let's say, oh, let's do one more. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So number nine, for me, should not come as a shocker to you, 
but it is when the wild wind blows. And I'm sure that will bother some people because I've seen some people. Uh, matter of fact, it might bother Matt. I think Matt might consider that one of his top songs on this album, but he's not here to uh, yell and scream at me. So yeah, he might do it later. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so when the wild wind blows, Kirsty is not even on this. Uh, never mind. Never mind. Do you like it though? I do. When I listened to the album the other day, it played and I, and, and I could probably rank it a little higher. I just thought this is a really good song. It's just, I think lyrically it's a little too, it, it doesn't sound very, cre- it doesn't sound creative enough lyrically. Like yeah, it's, it's a good it's, story, but it seems like they could have done a little bit more with it. A story that's been written by somebody else and it's just. Yeah. I really like the phrase, the days of our ending have begun. I think that's really yeah, good. I do like um, that. My number nine is The Alchemist. Okay. Okay. Which that's is a- good. It's a nice short rocker. Um, and it's an interesting subject. I didn't know what it was about until I heard um, Andrew's mm-hmm. Somewhere Back in Time episode. I like it better after hearing Andrew talk about it. Like I, when I listen to it and I'm, and I hear, I hear a lot more of the lyrics. Yeah. Let me ask you this, because the older I get, I don't always have all of the lyrics memorized anymore. Do you still, do you still memorize all the lyrics or you still know all the lyrics of the album? No, I know all the lyrics for all the eighties songs, but I'm, yeah, I'm a bit sketchy on the more recent ones because I don't sit looking at them while I'm listening to this. But yeah, on the alchemist, you're right. Like with, When I listened to him talk about it, you know, like when when I, when I hear him say the magus, I am Doctor D, and this is my house, and you know, curse yeah. you, Edward Kelly, your your betrayal is damned, and all that stuff. I'm just like, I hear them all now, and I'm like, man, this is such a cool subject. Absolutely, I mean, I I did um, Elizabethan history at school, but we just never touched on this at all. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, it seems like an odd subject that they would talk about at school, <laughs> really, because of <laughs> yeah, I, because I of the oddness of of his life and what he did, and and I guess it depend on the age you were where they might would talk about that at school. So, well, I would, I would have been a teenager. It would have been more interesting. But oh anyway. yeah, <laughs> I can I can understand that. I can understand that. So, I, I don't think you'll have a whole lot of a problem with my number eight. Uh, my number eight is El Dorado. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and I do like it. I, I like, I like the song. I like the subject matter of the song. You know, I like, I like the line in the song where he says, um, "I know someone just like you know someone just like me." <laughs> I, like, mm. I think that's a really cool line, and I, and I think it's 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 a, but it's a little maybe lyrically it's a little too what they call on the nose. Yeah, but I do like the song though, and I, I think some of the lyrics are pretty cool in it. So, okay. So my number eight <laughs> is Where the World Wild Wind Blows. Every time I hear that, I think of that. Okay. Okay. Here's and a little song. It was a big grower for me, so it's up to number eight. Okay. When the Wild Wind Blows. I think every time, every time they have a time change in it and it kicks up a notch, I like those bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Probably I did. a bit long, though. <laughs> yeah, I did like it when I listened to it the other day. I, I, I thought to my – because I think when I ranked – these songs on my actual final frontier episode, I think I ranked this number 10. I think when wild wind blows, because I, I, I got to the point where I thought lyrically, even though I put coming home at the bottom, there's some really, really good lyrics in that song. 
like I can't remember what he he talks about flying over. God, I can't remember the lyrics in my head. I, when I heard him the other day, I thought, "Ooh, that's some really just poetic stuff that he wrote in there." But okay, so you said your number eight, my number seven. Ah, it's a song we just talked about, "The Alchemist." I put it at number okay. seven. Yep. I think this is a much stronger album than the last one. If the Alchemist was on Book of Souls, it would have been. I don't know where it would have been, but but it it would have been a stronger song for Book of Souls. I'll say that. So mm. than a lot of it. Yeah. So. so yeah, this whole thing's hard because I love every song on this album, really. Yeah. Um, so my number seven is the Talisman, which is an incredible song, and only at number seven for me. Mm. Wow. That that that's a real surprise there. Okay. That one, there's another one where you're really throwing me. Okay, okay. I would not have expected that, but, you know, but if you get to a certain point and you could, a lot of these songs could just move around a little bit, so. But I didn't expect that, so. Number seven, that was your number seven. My number six, yeah. my number six, I don't know if this will surprise you or not. My number six is Satellite 15, The Final Frontier, number six. What would you say is your number six, Kirsty? I would say The Man Who Would Be King. Okay. Okay. Um, it's got that cool backwards solo. Uh, I love Bruce's voice and the guitar harmonies at the end. But maybe the, yeah. maybe the verses are a little bit not as good. But I okay. just love it anyway. I like the lyrics on that song. It's another kind of, it's kind of a war song. You know, he talks mm. about, he talks about, you know, that he killed somebody and he doesn't, there's not a day that goes by that he regrets what he's done. And, and it's not, it's not a, a war song the way mother of mercy is it by any stretch, but it does have some ties to it. So I, I'm just endeared to lyrics that are in that vein. So. Yep. Okay. For me, number five, Isle of Avalon is my number five, Kirsty. So. How about you? What is your number five? My number five is Satellite 15, The Final Frontier. Okay. Okay. So um, <clears throat> we are, ooh, we're getting, so now we're down to the top four songs and I'm looking at my list and I see that just like the last list, two of the four are left over that you still have and I still have. So there's still a slight chance we might have a match here. We will see. Nothing my number, so far. Yeah. What'd you say? We haven't had one so I know, far. Not one. So it's odd. Usually, usually an album on a number ten is usually pretty standard for us. And even when people were making their own lists on Twitter this week of our Smith Dickinson and Smith Harris lists, we almost all agreed on the top song and the bottom song in every list. So I thought that was yeah. interesting. Okay, so we are at number four, and my song, number four, is the aforementioned The Man Who Would Be King. That's my number four. Like I said, I really, I've always, I've always really liked it, and it's just, it's a good song, so. Okay, my number four is Mother of Mercy. Mm. Pretty high. It is, it is pretty high. I shouldn't be too upset. <laughs> I no, actually no. really struggled um, with the whole thing. I'm not. Do I, like, I, do I like that more? Do I like it more than this one? 
So now we have one. Get a lot. We have one last chance at a tie at, at the same pick on uh, one. Oh so. yes, yes. So I'm wondering where that's going to be. I thought it was. I was like, okay, that's our. Okay, so Mother of Mercy is your number four. Yep. My number three is Mother of Mercy, and as we we already discussed it last week, but yeah, it's it's a song that I think would have fit in very well on Matter of Life and Death. It's. I think the lyrics are really, really, really strong on that one. And musically, I just, I like it a lot. The chorus, even though it's pieced together, I really like that too. So, yeah. So that means it's time for your number three. So let's decide, let's find out if we're going to have any ties or not. Okay. My number three is coming home. Okay. So that's my, um, that's my favorite ballad, depending on what you call a ballad. Um, it's got a great chorus, lyrics, solos. It's about flying into England, and the last yeah. time I flew into England, I had my phone ready so I could play it just as we were flying over, and you could see the border of England. So, uh. yeah, I guess it's um, pretty special to those of us yeah. that are wanting to go home to England. Sure. Yeah, I can understand that. I can definitely understand that. And actually, when I was listening to Coming Home this week, I was on my way home from work. So <laughs> I was like, this is oh. kind of, I thought I could see how this would be kind of cool to listen to on your way home from somewhere. Okay. So that was your number three coming home. My, yeah. num- my number two. So this is our only chance for a tie. If, because, because we have no other songs in common <laughs> left. <laughs> my number two is Starblind. Bingo. It's, oh, there we go. <laughs> we got one. So, I absolutely love Starblind. I like it's I mean, okay, let's just say my number one is the Talisman and Starblind is right is it right before it or after it? I can't remember. I think it's before it. And oh, it's to me, Starblind, the Talisman, and the Man Who Would Be King is a, is like I was thinking about it as I was listening to those, and I was just like, Man, this is an incredible like three song punch. It's just it is a high spot. Yes, big time, big time. It, it reminds me of uh, Nomad, Out of the Silent Planet, and Thin Line Between Love and Hate on the end of uh, Brave New World. There's just three super, super strong songs. So so that means your number one is Isle of Avalon? Isle of Avalon. Oh, wow. Okay. Because I was telling you last time, um, the first time I heard it, I couldn't stop playing it. Okay. Um really cool it's got that intro that sounds a bit like the instrumental section in seventh sun yes uh, really proggy and an interesting um subject as well about avalon is um where king arthur's sword was forged and where he was supposed to be died and buried okay but today it's called glastonbury that's where they have the glastonbury festival oh wow i did not know that and uh, I've been known to see a sunrise at a stone circle, so pretty keen on all of that. So <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if we'll ever get a story, a uh, not a story, but a uh, history lesson on that at some point from Lord Andrew. Well, it's more of a legend than a history, though, isn't it? Like, did I, King Arthur really happen? Yeah, I honestly don't know at all. I know nothing about King Arthur. I've heard of King Arthur. <laughs> that's about. Yeah. That's where my knowledge ends. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if it. 100% falls into the category of history. Yeah, yeah, that, that might be. Yeah. So we had 21 songs total, and we had three matches. So that's a pretty low percentage of this time. Um, yeah, 
So did, obviously, just... um, it's, it's a little bit different. Obviously, what we did last time, it was obvious because everyone matched up with us and yeah. councillor said that it list wrote itself, which it didn't. I took some time over it. Thank you very much. But... <laughs> <laughs> so that number, the actual percentage is we had a four, we had 14% of our list matchup. So. Well, look at you go with your maths. No, I just have a calculator. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, was, I, I said, you started talking. I was like, okay, here it is. Let me type it in real fast. So, Hello, Matt. Hey, Uncle Steve. Why don't you go ahead and tell me your rankings for The Final Frontier? The Final Frontier. I love this album. Uh, so... Ah, oh, what have I done? Oh, you know what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I put The Alchemist at number ten. Mm, sorry, it's Andrew. Good, good song, but had to go somewhere. Uh, number nine, Coming Home. Number eight, Satellite Fifteen, Final Frontier. Mm. Number seven, The Man Who Would Be King. Mm. Number six, El Dorado. Number five, Mother of Mercy. Okay. Number four, Isle of Avalon. The always controversial at number three, When the Wild Wind Blows. <laughs> and then tough, tough last two choices. But I went with The Talisman at number two and one of my all-time favorite Maiden songs, Starblind, for number one. Mm. Love pretty, that. It's pretty solid. Nice. That's pretty solid, mm. I'd say. Okay, good deal. Good deal. It was enjoyable to listen. Like I said, I don't know. I don't know how much I listened to these albums last year at all. I don't know that I listened to either one of them much at all last year. So it was well, really I absolutely nice. Absolutely loved listening to the Final Frontier for it. And oh yeah, more than more than once because I found it hard to pick. So yeah, it yeah, was just when I played it, I thought I thought this album is real. It's funny because. It seems, excuse me, I, it seems like I've seen people rank Book of Souls higher main, mostly than Final Frontier. And I'm like, I don't know where I would put Final, I don't, I, it would not be my number one, obviously, mm. but I don't know where it would fall. I don't, it definitely wouldn't be my bottom one. And it would probably. Not second from bottom. <laughs> I don't think it would be second from bottom, but, but to me, honestly, everything above bottom is way notches higher than bottom. Like to me, every album, you know, final front, it, it would be final frontier or dance of death second to bottom mm. because it's not going to be brave new world and it's not going to be a matter of life and death. And it's probably, if I was including Sinjutsu, I don't think Sinjutsu would even be, I think Sinjutsu would be higher. So, um, and that's not, yeah, I'm a bit weird about brave new world. Like I know it's good, but I don't often choose to play it. Hmm. I, pro I play dance of death more. When I listen to Brave New World, every time I'm just like, holy crap, this is incredible. <laughs> it, it's almost to the point where I told Matt the other, or I don't can't remember when I told him this, in the last month, I think I said, you know, there might be a shift on my number one album. Because I said, I listened to Brave New World and it was just, I was listening to it and I was just like, it's, it's such an incredible album. And it's, let me ask you this, because you, you said that... Um, you said coming home was your favorite maiden ballad. Yes. Do you feel like most maiden ballads have 
a very similar. Well, I don't know because I guess when what the wild is? wind blows is a, is a ballad, then right? I know that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Well, what what do you count as a ballad? I wouldn't count where the wild wind blows. Because I think of that. I think of um, what's the the one on a matter of life and death. Uh, out of the shadows. Out of the shadows. I was one. Yeah, out of the shadows, and then you think of um, the one. What's the one from? Uh, Fear of the Dark called Wasting Love. Wasting Love. Like to me, Wasting Love, Out of the Shadows, and Coming Home all have a similar vibe to them. Yeah. Even like Son of a Gun from Tattooed Millionaire. So, and, but I'm I'm not such a fan of Wasting Love. But they have, but they do have a similar vibe musically. So, true. I do, you know, I, I, I do like Wasting Love. I don't think it's, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it wouldn't be. Well, maybe it would be top of that, of that album, but. Well, I guess I'll say this because this is something I haven't said even while we've been talking about all this. Is what we're going to plan on doing here is we're going to go through all sixteen albums, and we're going to do two albums at a time. I don't know exactly which two we'll do next, but we're going to do. You know, when we do it, it will be a matter of life and death and dance of death. And then it will be Brave New World and Virtual Eleven and then and so on and so on. But it'll be, you know, the first two albums together, Number of the Beast of Peace of Mind. So there's 16. We're not going to do Senjutsu because, you know, it's an odd numbered album, obviously. And we're going to do No one's ready. Yeah, it's tough to do it. I mean, I am thinking about. I guess I can say this doesn't matter on here, but I am thinking because I did an episode with Lord Andrew and with uh, our Kiwi friend when Senjutsu was out for a couple of weeks and we talked about all the songs and we kind of ranked it. I don't know if we ranked them, but we kind of just talked about how he felt about all the songs. And I'm hoping that at a certain point, I was thinking maybe six months, which would be October, November, December, January, February, maybe in March, you and I and... James and Andrew could all do an episode together where we look at the album six months and see how we feel about it because Matt still hasn't listened to it. <laughs> so, oh, oh yeah, oh, <laughs> so he wouldn't be, yeah. That does remind me of something that 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 I told you. I talked to him on the phone the other day, and he did tell me this, and it made me laugh. He said, he said, yeah, I listened to that episode with you and Kirsty last week. You know, the one that that we did last week, and he said. And I said, oh, man, I just realized I played a couple of the songs, the beginnings of some of the songs from uh, the new album. He goes, yeah. And immediately he, he, like, his voice raised like he was like, oh. <laughs> now, I've, now I've heard more of it. And I was just like, did it make you want to? Because he said, because how he, it was funny because we were talking and, and I asked him, I said, well, so do you think you're going to listen to the album now? And he said, you know, something was there was something that made that something that was making me think I wanted to. He goes. And, and he goes, oh, it was you playing them on that episode. <laughs> I started oh, cool. laughing. I said, oh, I didn't even, I, I didn't think about it until after the episode where I just pulled my phone out and did a, you know, played a couple of intros. So because sure, it's, it's been so long. It's not like you'd think to do a spoiler alert. Yeah. You, you wouldn't think that on an album that's been out for, you know, three or four months that you'd have to do a, a spoiler alert or anything like that. But, um, but Kirsty, uh. Sorry, Matt. 
Hold on. He'll turn it off at this point, probably. That's all I'll do. <laughs> uh, since yeah, I start doing that, I'm just trick. like, let me find another song that he hasn't heard. <laughs> he'll he'll probably he'll probably curse at me next time I talk to him now. So, but yeah, but um, so let's uh, we, I guess we could we could put a little bow tie on this one. And all right, well there you have it. I hope that you enjoyed listening to my rankings, Kirsty's rankings, and even Matt's rankings. So. We had a lot of fun doing that. We like to rank things. It's uh, it's nice to have Kirsty ranking them, though, Matt. Don't you think? Because now she can't really call us out and complain about our rankings later because she was a part of it. Exactly. <laughs> she can't. It's kind of like when she screws up on an episode. She doesn't call me out on Twitter about it. She has to just privately send me a message and go, hey, um, we messed up. <laughs> so. All right. So I can see she's laying out right now, Matt, but all right. So on behalf of myself, Matt, on behalf mm-hmm. of you, Matt, on behalf mm-hmm. of Kirsty, princess of Oxfordshire. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. From West Ham, from <laughs> Iron Maiden, from Eddie and from the boys. From hey. Uncle Thief. <laughs> from go ahead Matt go ahead the tea leaf thief uh, yeah I'm good Uncle Cheat <laughs> yeah you know what pick a pocket uh, <laughs> Uncle Nick Uncle Nick <laughs> I think I think it's uh, we've made our point mm-hmm. you'll pay your penance sooner or later yeah 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 okay cheers You've been a bad everybody boy. <laughs> in life are bad they can really make you mad other things just make you swear and curse when you're chewing on life's gristle that grumble give a whistle and this'll help things turn out for the best and always look on the bright side of life Always look on the light side of life If life seems jolly rotten There's something you've forgotten And that's to laugh and smile and dance and sing 
When you're feeling in the dumps, don't be silly chumps. Just purse your lips and whistle, that's the thing. Ain't always look on the bright side of life. Come on. Always look on the bright side of life. For life is quite absurd, and death's the final word. You must always face the curtain with a bow. Forget about your seat, give the audience a grin. Enjoy it, it's your last chance anyhow. So always look on the bright side of death. Just before you draw your terminal breath. That would be brilliant. Yeah, I think so. But, but I'm like I said, I'm not. I'm not trying to force him to listen to it at all. Even though I just played a little bit of a song that kind of feels a little bit like you are. <laughs> a little bit, but I'm just. I'm not going to tell him which song that was though, so he won't know. Sure. On the other two, I named the songs because I wasn't even thinking about Matt that time. I was very specifically thinking about Matt. <laughs> so, um, wouldn't it be funny if I did another one right now? <laughs> oh. That's not very nice, I guess, as my daughter would say. (laughs) 